0: hello everyone and welcome to the let's chat formula one podcast on this podcast we talk about formula one and everything in between i'm your host chloe Prinsloo, and let's just get right into it okay so hello everyone i haven't uploaded a podcast in a while but i am back um unfortunate we didn't have a race last weekend and unfortunately, if you guys have been keeping up with headlines. We didn't have a race this weekend either. And that will be one of the main points that we'll be talking about in this podcast. But with all that being said, let's just jump right into this podcast and like start immediately. Okay, so let's talk about the elephant that's in the room. The Imola Grand Prix. So now, this is the race that everyone, including Ferrari fans, and especially me, was looking forward to. But unfortunately, news spread earlier this week saying that the Imola Grand Prix is cancelled. And here is why, and let's have a chat about it. Approximately two weeks ago, rain hit Italy's northern region and the rain became heavier. Now, you may be thinking, hmm, that doesn't sound too bad, but the ground could not absorb the rain, which led to overflowing riverbanks overnight, which led to flooding. And just this week, 13 people have already died and there's damages worth billions. And 36,000 people had to evacuate their houses. Just about an hour ago, news articles were live saying that people should limit their travel to the northern part of Italy. And yeah. When notified about all of this, people in the Formula One community were curious to see if the Imola Grand Prix would still take place. Although we were all hoping and praying it would and the flood would die down, Unfortunately, Formula One came forward on Tuesday, saying that due to the weather conditions in Italy, they have decided to not proceed with the Imla Grand Prix, with one of the main reasons being safety. They didn't want to put the drivers, fans and others at risk. They also stated that in um, their statement that they put on their Instagram, that they didn't want to put pressure on the local authorities and emergency services, as they were already dealing with enough during this time. If possible, you guys could donate. There will be a link in the description of this episode, um, but you could donate to that, or you could go on Instagram and go on Formula One. And I know Alphatorre also has it where there's multiple ways where you could help during this tough time in Italy. Now, with all of that being said, let's head onto the main news headlines that she may have missed this week (laughs) that was like a tongue twister for no reason okay so moving on to the first headline i won't really count the beginning of this as a headline It's just more of a serious situation okay but anyways so moving on to the first headline um related to formula one that happened this week um it didn't really happen this week it's just something that like obviously came up so the monaco grand prix is next and we are all looking forward to it the monaco grand prix is home to driver charles leclerc i was like what because like i'm reading my notes and i'm like what this does make sense i don't think this is the right english but oh well (laughs) um uh, the monaco grand prix is home to driver charles leclerc Um, But there is a change in the Monaco Grand Prix. Now, don't panic and sit on the edge of your seats. I can promise you that there is no confusing sprint format this weekend, so you can relax in your chair and calm down. Um, But the change in the Monaco Grand Prix is actually the broadcasting. So in previous years, the Monaco Grand Prix was broadcasted by a local station, Tele Monte Carlo, And they have been in charge of the cameras, international feed, and so on. Like, they were in charge of everything for the Monaco Grand Prix. But supposedly, um, this year, Formula One is taking over and controlling the broadcasting. Now, there is a lot of fans that have said that they are very excited to hear this, because over the last few years, there have been various complaints about the Monaco Grand Prix and the broadcasting. (laughs) um and um with fans saying that they aren't able to see everything that's happening at home whereas with other races you do um for example in 2021 there was a battle going on between sebastian vettel and Pierre Gasly and unfortunately this was not caught on the TV cameras and the viewers at home were pretty upset about this as they were unable to see the battle that was happening between the two drivers so supposedly this year um, formula 1 is taking over the broadcasting so we'll see how that goes okay so moving on to the second headline it's not really a headline it's just something that came forward um, Bernie Ecclestone made up a place on the 2023 Rich List this year. Um, The 92-year-old has made over $2 in his career with his work in Formula 1, and he was the previous CEO in Formula 1. He was placed 73rd on the Sunday Times Rich List. And the last headline that we will be talking about, um, this actually came through now as I was recording this because I was like, hmm... (laughs) Um, But basically, the headline is called We Found a Cure, Race Against Dementia, Found Sir Jackie Stewart on Working Alongside Problem Solving F1. Um, So Sir Jackie Stewart won three Formula One championships, took 27 race victories and 43 podiums during an incredible career in the sport. But now he's champion. Pioneering an even greater cause that is taking on one of the world's most devastating diseases, during Dementia and Action Week, May fifteenth to the twenty first, which it the week ends today. Um. Sir Jackie tells us about his charity, Race Against Dementia, um, shortened to RAD, and why support the Formula One, why support from Formula One means so much to this cause. In 2023, 50 years since Sir Jackie took his last F1 World Championship, F1 announced that it would support a support race against dementia. The charity established by Sir Jackie will use the global pat- platform of F1 to raise awareness of research into treatments and prevention of dementia to and encourage fans, drivers and sponsors to donate and fund research. Don't know why I can't speak today. The Scotsman used his voice to campaign for F1's driver's safety in the 1970s in what was an undeniably dangerous era for the motorsports. Through it all, his wife Helen was there by his side. But in 2015, she was diagnosed with frontotemporal dementia. That was the reason why Race Against Dementia was created, because of Helen. Um, That's what Sir Jackie said. Um... So I will be putting, I don't know. Let me actually see if I can find a thing. Is there not a... Um, If I do find a link towards where you could donate, I'll also be putting that in the description of this video. um, Of this podcast episode, sorry. um, But yeah, so that was just the weekly Formula One news roundup that we had. Um, I know it wasn't much, but it was something and I wanted to deliver something to you guys because unfortunately, I couldn't deliver the Imola Grand Prix. Um... i like lost all my words now. Unfortunately, I couldn't deliver the Imola Grand Prix podcast episode that I usually do where I talk about the race that's ahead and all that type of stuff. So I just thought that I would gather some news articles that really stood out to me. Um, and that have been talked about on like all social media platforms and stuff like that. Um, and just come on here and just talk about it. And I actually haven't done this. But I feel like I will add this into like a type of thing. Where you do like a little Sunday podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I will see you guys next week. Thursday i'm pretty sure it's thursday <laughs> um i forgot my uploading days since i haven't uploaded it in like two weeks <laughs> um but i'll see you guys next week thursday for the Emily grand pre-preview episode bye guys